in this quote, after winning three Super Bowls, he says, there's got to be more. It's almost like no matter what our walk yep. in life is, there's right. something else. Like we... Hey, everybody, welcome to this week's episode. I'm doing the weird thing. Every time I do that, <laughs> Jerry just looks at me like, you're such a big dumb animal. Like, yeah. Sorry. I always anyway, start laughing, but it's great. It's you. Hey, I don't know you keep what doing else it? to, what other hand gesture. <laughs> hey! Okay, this just got weird. Anyway, welcome to Kettering Connects, the weekly Uh, video cast where Pastor Andrea and I get to hang out and talk and break open the scriptures and apply them to life. So mm -hmm. Pastor Andrea, the lead pastor, um, is here with us again. You preached last week. Um, We have one more. uh, Yes, one more. One more to this series. Uh, I Am Now is the name of the series where we're taking a look at the seven I Am statements in John. And, uh, And last week, you talked about John 14, where Jesus says... I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. So thank you. And I'm excited that we get to talk some more about it. We have some questions that have come in. Yeah. We'll talk about them. But this is Pastor Jason, who is our young adult pastor and also doing the youth right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's read the passage. And then I really only spent time on verses one through six, kind of, and then just mm-hmm. introduce it introduce it a little bit from the from what came before in chapter 13. So let's read it again. It's just six verses. Verses 1 through 6. 1 to 6. Okay, cool. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. But as I said in the sermon, it's really a command. Believe in God. Yeah, it's imperative. Believe in me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And every time I read this, I'm still just... Yeah. So excited that like, that's what God wants to be with us. Right. And, and that is the point, right? Yeah. Because a lot of times, um, so my translation, it, it talks about, well, when we think of heaven, right? Uh, maybe depending on the age group, but it's like, when you think of heaven, what do you think about? I was like, oh, I want my mansion, right? Yeah. And, and we're thinking about riding <laughs> lions and yes. whales and mm-hmm. eating mangoes the size of, you know, Volkswagens or something. And, 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 but a lot of times we think about this, okay, Jesus, um, I want you to make my mansion like this and I want the pool and the East lawn, you know, like whatever. <laughs> and I'm never thought of in that specific way, but yeah, that well, would be but great. That's, sometimes yeah. that's what we think yeah. about. We want, we want, oh, I want my crown and I, oh, I, mean, I, I know want what I want. I want it to look spectacular, right? Right. Yeah. And so sometimes it's like, Hey, okay, Jesus, no, when you're making my mansion, but yeah. all glass. Uh, right. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like for Jesus, it's like, you're totally missing the point. Yes. Right? It's not about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's about being with me just yeah. to your point. Well, and because Jesus really, there is no way that he would have really said that if that's what really what he was going to do, because he can right. snap his finger right. and there is a mansion, right. right? It's not like he has to um, somehow take his time in right. building all this. So that's not the point. Right. Yeah. It's really that. But I know one of the questions also asked about that. So we'll talk oh, about, okay. about it a little bit more. Be quiet now. Okay. All right. So verse four, and where I go, you know, and the way, you know, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going and how can we know the way? I love Thomas, by the way. I just <laughs> I do too. He's actually. so because he's so much honest. just like us too. I know um, exactly. Yeah, Even which though- I actually think, and this is, this has nothing to do with anything. Kind of off the rails already, but. Um, you know how sometimes people want to critique the Bible, you know, scholars, and, and they're like, well, mm. you can't trust any of that stuff. It was all written after to to push a certain narrative or to push yeah. a certain agenda. Or, but, okay, really? Yeah, it's not possible. If, you, if someone was really yeah. doing that, they would edit stuff like mm-hmm. this out. Mm-hmm. But we don't because no. it's just 
true and honest. I mean, there's so, so anyway. much crazy stuff in there that you would have edited. There's no way yeah, right, right. you would have left in there. Yeah, that's a great point. All right. So then Jesus responds to his question about how can we know the way? And he says, I am the way, the mm-hmm. truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So the first question, are you ready to just go to that? Sure. Yeah, okay. Let's go. So the first question was, does Jesus's priestly work in heaven? So this is the fact that he's the high priest. Mm-hmm. As, From Hebrews. Yes. Yeah, yeah. As that he's preparing a place for us. Does it, does that work that Jesus is doing enable a way for us to dwell with him now? So that is a gr- good question. Um so what Jesus is doing, and that's what I was saying, that there's a question that refers to this part. I see. And yeah. that's what that's what really this is about. Because when Jesus is going there, it says he goes to prepare a place. But yeah. like we said, he could just snap his finger and it would be yeah. there, right? So it's so, not about the construction. No, it's not about any yeah, yeah. of that. It's right. about the fact that he's going there to secure our place in heaven. That him as yeah. a high priest, that's what he is doing. He's securing our place in heaven. And he's doing this through solving the problem of sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does this really through, I mean, you could go to the fact that, you know, we are in the time of judgment right now because of, some people call it the investigative judgment or mm-hmm. the affirm, my dad calls it the affirmative judgment, which mm-hmm. I love that term. Mm-hmm. Because when we're talking about investigative judgment, which the Bible talks about started in 1844. So we're, you know, right in the midst of that, of that judgment. And that's part of the fact that God is preparing us, um, preparing and what he's doing as the high priest is um, the fact that he is he's a, a judge. And so every single person's name is being brought up. Those who die, their names are being brought up after they have died. Those in the last generation, their names will be brought up during that time because it's right before well, Jesus will come. But what's amazing about this judgment is when we say investigative judgment, it's like this idea that, okay, well, now I get scared because now God is investigating me, mm. right? But... That's why I love the the name affirmative judgment, because it's not about the fact that God has to investigate any mm. of us. Mm-hmm. Because he already um, knows. He knows. Right. Exactly. Second right. Timothy 2, I'm just going to go there real quick, says, if I can find it real quick, because it's always these little books mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the T's yeah. that are our divine. Okay, so Second Timothy 2 says, the Lord knows those who are his. This is in verse 19, if mm-hmm. any of you want to look it up. So he knows exactly who belongs to him, who has given their heart to him already. So he doesn't have to somehow investigate, Mm -hmm. but the universe, the rest of the universe does not. Mm -hmm. And so he is showing, he's affirming that, yes, this person has chosen me. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of what God is doing as the high priest. He is securing that place in heaven because he has done everything that he could to die for us, to give us that eternal life. Mm -hmm. And now... You know, he is making sure that that happens, that he can apply that sacrifice that he has done for us Mm -hmm. to every single person through this, the fact that each name is being brought up. So it's not that some record of sin is being brought out and right. everybody's looking at, like, this is, this what is a lot all of people the things are afraid you've done. Of, yes. Right? All the books of life. Because let's be honest, well, maybe not you, but for me, there are definitely things I don't want my grandma no. to see. Right? Like, no, no, no. Let, <laughs> or Jesus, just let's anybody. not bring that part. Right, right, right. But especially my grandma, <laughs> yeah. because she's just like the sweetest lady ever. And she's mm-hmm. actually probably watching right now. So, Grandma Calvert, love you. But yeah, right? Um, it, Anyway, so yeah, yes. exactly. And we have that fear. Yeah, we do. And because we, at some point, somebody has told us that, right? That yes. God is going to somehow do that. Yeah. And that's not what God has to do because right. like the, 
we just read, God knows those who belong to him. So we can right. be assured of the fact that if we have accepted him as our savior, we've given our life to him, then we know that when our name is being brought up, and what I love is my dad would always describe it like this. He said, because it's not happening in person, right? So we're not there. Right. But if it did happen in person, he would always say like, this is how it would be. Jesus would be like grabbing onto us and saying, this person, yeah. this one, I love him and he loves me. Right. Not done everything perfectly. Right. No, Andrea has not always lived perfectly, but she right. has given her life to me. She's always asked for forgiveness and she keeps wanting to live with me and walk with me. Right. You know, and so then because of my grace, because of my forgiveness, because of who I am, what I have done, she has eternal life. And then he would always say, you know, at that point, I believe that the whole universe just stands up and cheers, mm -hmm. not for any person, but for Jesus, because right. of what he has done for us, because of his grace that is transforming. So it changes us and saves us. No, absolutely. I, I think that's beautiful. And that's, uh, that's, that's super good. So in Colossians, right, Paul, to this village, this church in, in Colossae, basically says that Jesus is the physical image of the invisible God. Mm -hmm. So... Sometimes, so I love that mm. image that you were just said, saying that your dad says, but that makes me think of, I had to write it down so mm -hmm. I don't forget mm -hmm. it, but that makes me think of, okay, well, doesn't Jesus do that exact thing? And yeah. there's a story, right, that many of us know, right, called the prodigal sons, probably perhaps if yes, anyone knows anything true. about the Bible, that like could that. be the only thing they know. Mm -hmm. um, but, right, the, the, the guy who was the sinner, did all these bad things, he comes back and he's rehearsing, okay, please, I know you're not going to take me back as a son, right, but please mm -hmm. take me back as like a servant, right, as someone yes. who works for you. So he's like rehearsing what he's going to say to his daddy. And it says that when he was still a long way off, mm -hmm. his daddy goes running to him, which daddies at that time did not do. And mm -hmm. like, and, and then just before, and not, don't worry, I'm not going to start preaching, but right, um, it's so <laughs> it's good, good because just before this scene, he's in like the pig slop and yeah. the, the audience are Jews. So Jews being with swine, like this is not something they would mm -hmm. do. And and so he's still covered in this mess. And so the image is, here's dad in his robes with his ring, looking all nice. And here comes like pig slop boy. Mm -hmm. And the first thing he does is he hugs him. Yeah. So to your point. So yeah, absolutely. That. That's, that, that's awesome. how this yeah. works. Um, exactly. And I also, so the other thing, so all of that, the other thing it makes me think of um Specifically, this whole idea of I'm going to prepare a place, because I, I totally agree, mm -hmm. has nothing to do with construction and building stuff. Um, however, it is, and I, and I think Jesus unpacks it a little bit, it is preparing this concept or fortifying it, perhaps, this concept of the relationship, right? Because in mm -hmm. those, you know, through, in, in biblical times, um, when you would get engaged or betrothed, um, the son, or the soon-to-be husband, I should say, would go to dad's house and would build a room. And, and, and the idea is, um, once this room is done, you are now a part of the family, right? And mm -hmm. so they wouldn't, they wouldn't get married until after the room was done. And then after the room that, like the addition, basically, onto the dad's house was complete, then they would go, they would have the wedding, and, mm -hmm. it would, and they would live there. And, and so to me, this whole idea of I'm going to my father's house to prepare a place for you, it's very much, again, this, this, this kind of nod to you are in the family, right? Yes. This is a marriage, right? And I, I think that's mm -hmm. that always excites me because it seems like in the scriptures, whenever God is talking about a relationship with humanity, it's either the context of a marriage or the context of, mm -hmm. of children, right? A family. Um, and either 
situation, there isn't anything you have to like do to be in it, right? It's what is done for you yeah, to be right. in. Yeah. Uh, so I just think it's this beautiful idea where he's like, no, because I'm, I'm going to the cross. I'm, I, right. Cause he hasn't died yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to die in, in the second death. I think we talked about that mm-hmm. last week, or you talked about in your sermon and um, this idea of, no, you will be saved. You will, we will have relationship that's going to yes, last, right. which is beautiful. And the question at the end says, okay, does God, does Jesus enable a way for us to dwell with him now? Mm. And you kind of talked about that. That's, that's really um, mm. your point that yes, um, he does because of the fact that he is preparing this and he has given us that eternal life. And so in the sermon, I said that there is something a little bit different because obviously we will be in his presence, mm. in the literal presence, right? But at the same time, it's not different in the sense of relationship. Mm-hmm. We can have that relationship now. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, I forget, but I think it was this year I preached a sermon at one point talking about how a lot of times we think, um, I think it was in February, but I could be wrong. But um, how a lot of times we think of relationship with, or Christianity. The point of Christianity is to be saved. Well, if we really stop and think about it, that only makes sense, or it really only makes a difference in your life, like once you're dead or once Jesus comes back. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't actually make a difference in your life now. And, and so I think, no, that that's great. The whole salvation part is fantastic, but it's more than that. He makes a difference in my life today, like right now. It's more than just a get out of hell free card, whatever mm-hmm. we, whatever mm-hmm. our theology of hell is. But um, it, no, it makes a difference in my life today. Yeah. Um, no, that's so, right. Anyway. That's a good point. And I used to, I remember I went to India to do some, um, I can't remember, some kind of presentation stuff was for pastors mm-hmm. and it was on, on worship. And I talked about the, the idea that sometimes we think that like, it's all about, you know, living with Jesus, all about the fact that we're going to be in heaven. We're going to make it to heaven. Yeah. But that is not about, again, it's not <sighs> about the place. It's right. about the relationship with the one who is there, right. the one who wants to dwell with us and because he wants to dwell with us. Yeah. And which is the same in Revelation. That's what it's talking about, where yes. the new Jerusalem comes and yeah. it says, okay, God is dwelling now with his people. Right. Just like in the Old Testament, it's that re- repetition of the word that he dwells with us. Yes. Uh, because that's what it's about. He wants to be in that relationship. Absolutely. And you, I, I know we got to move on because uh, Timmy's got a timer. <laughs> oh, wow. No, we're on it. We got to <laughs> go. go. But the, the whole theme of the investigative judgment, um, I love, but it starts in Genesis. Yes. Like basically, it, right. it's not anything that shows up randomly later. Like yeah. from the beginning, God has always been about investigation. And I think it's yeah. not about because he doesn't know it's more to clarify i am in just passionately pursuing you right mm-hmm. that's really the mm-hmm. whole point of the investigation is yeah. how he pursues us and and that yeah. we actually can figure that out and understand that well and the really the first picture of god is that god is a creator the second yes. picture is that he's a judge and yeah. so right from the start the fact that he's a judge is so important to us, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and we sometimes picture it wrongly, but really it's all about the fact that he's on our side. He's trying to, yeah. to find a way and he has done the maximum. He constantly continues to do maximum. Right. All right. Anyways, let's go to the next question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why did Jesus say the way, the truth and the life? Yeah. And in which way are they different, right? Yeah. Are each one of these different from the others? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's a great question. And um, I realized that I guess I didn't really say it in the sermon. Um, mm. So the way, yes, he is, well, and I guess kind of, we didn't talk about this, but the fact that he's the way and he's the only way is that because he's the only savior. Mm. 
So yes, he is the way and the only savior. Um, the truth, it's the truth. He is the truth because he reveals who God is. But he's also the truth because he says that he is he is the word, right? But he mm. also has the words. So mm. the teachings of the Bible and then Jesus mm -hmm. as the word, it's kind of work together and they are the truth that show the truth about God mm -hmm. and just the truth because truth comes from God. Mm -hmm. So if we want discernment between what is good and evil, that has to come from Jesus. That has to come from the truth, from his teachings. Um, and then the life is that he is the source of life. So this is where you your sermon was about Jesus being the resurrection and life. Mm -hmm. That's um, that's the point here. Mm -hmm. um, but from that point also comes the fact that, okay, there is no life apart from God mm. because he's the one who gives us that eternal life. And so even right now, he's the one who sustains us. He sustains every single one of us. And I love that passage in Daniel where Daniel is speaking to Daniel chapter five, I believe it is, um, where he's speaking to the king. Uh, Bel Let me just make sure that I'm in the right chapter. Okay, chapter five. Yeah, he's speaking to Belshazzar, and he tells him all the way at the end in verse 23, um, you have praised the gods. It's a really long verse. I'm just going to read the last part of it. And he tells him, you have praised the gods of silver and bronze, of gold, bronze, and iron, wood, and stone, which do not see or hear and know. And the God who holds your breath in his mm. hand yeah, yeah. and owns all your ways, you have not glorified. So he yeah. reminds him that even every breath that we take, that's a gift from God. That's right. because God is that life. Right. He gives us everything. So the fact that I'm alive today, right now, that we're sitting here, that's right. a gift from God. Right. That's all because he sustains us. And I tend to forget that sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's such a great reminder that, yes, Jesus is that life. And I need to be thankful for everything because mm -hmm. the fact that I'm sitting here is because of him. Right. Um, yeah, no, it's it's so good. Um, in two minutes. Um, <laughs> so do you know who Tom Brady is? Do you, do you yeah. watch football? Okay, yeah. okay. Um, I know he is. I don't watch my football, but everybody knows who Tom Brady is. Uh, okay, everybody, well, knows, I... everybody knows who Aaron Rodgers is, I think. Boo. <laughs> We, you, we may know him. We don't like him, but Jesus yes. loves him. But that doesn't mean I have to. Uh, right. So yes. those are, there's like those few people who I actually know. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Tom has this this quote, um, and this is a little mm -hmm. nod to my friend Jesse Brown and Carl Hafner, who's probably watching, who is just stupidly in love with the Patriots. We need to pray for them. But basically, Tom, a few years ago, he, he has this quote that, okay, I'll just read it. He says, why do I have, at that time, so he has six Super Bowl rings. I think it's, it's six. But um, at that time, he only had three. So he said, why do I have three Super Bowl rings and still think there is something greater out there for me? I mean, maybe a lot mm -hmm. of people would say, hey man, this is what it is. I reached my goal, my dream, my life. Me, I think, this is a quote, he, he, I, I think, God, it, it's got to get there's got to be more than this. I mean, this isn't, this can't be all it's cracked up to be. And so I just think it's interesting, uh, uh, end quote. Uh, I think it's interesting. Here's like Tom Brady. People like would love to be him, right? They would love to have his life. You know, he has a, a supermodel wife. He's stupid wealthy, um, right? He, like lots of people, he's extremely successful. But yet in this quote, after winning three Super Bowls, he says, there's got to be more. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like no matter 
what our walk yeah. in life is, there's right. something else. Like we maybe we achieve success, mm-hmm. whatever we think that is, but there's always something lacking. And yeah. and so for me, when Jesus shows up and he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, yes, it's all of those right. things. Yeah. But it's also you know, all these different religions in the world, I mean, name the religion, uh, whoever their leader is, there's always like a teaching or mm-hmm. a way or uh, yeah. a set of doctrines or a theology or a philosophy. And Jesus is, is like, he's none of those. He just says, no, the answer is me. That's right. Like the thing that you're missing and you'll always be missing is me, a person. Yeah. And I just think that's super powerful. So mm-hmm. no matter how, yeah, let's go for success. Absolutely. But basically, Jesus is like, the thing that you're really longing for, it's, yeah. it's the relationship here. Well, and it reminds me of that. the whole book of um, Ecclesiastes. Yeah, for because sure. Because that's right. what it's about, where right. Solomon is saying, I've tried everything. I tried everything the world has to offer. And in the end, none of that really satisfies. Mm-hmm. None of it, it really even matters right. besides God. And so yeah. that is the point, really, the fact that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life for us is that he is to be our everything, and he yeah. is the only one that can be that. Yeah. Nothing else will do that for us. Yeah. And um, I, I swear I quote this a lot, and then we'll be done to me. But like, <laughs> um, you know, Andy Stanley says um, that a relationship with Jesus makes life better and makes us better at life. Mm. And yes, salvation is a great gift. Thank you, Jesus, for that. But he also makes a difference now. And, yes, you know, for right. all of our life. And I think yes. really when he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, that's that's a, that's a piece of it. Yeah. Right? So That's um, why he's the I am now. Right. I am now. Look okay. at that. It's like we planned it. Yeah. Wow. We're so, <laughs> I, I impressed, we impressed myself we, we, sometimes. Yeah, we anyway, pr- that just got weird. Um, okay. Yeah. Will you um, pray, pray for us? Sure. And, yes. Yeah. Lord God, I want to thank you that um, there is so much that we can learn from your word about you. I pray that even as we discuss these things every week, that you help us to not be in your way, but that people can um, just hear more about you and from you. And I pray that you help each one of us to trust in the fact that you are the way, the truth, and the life, and that you will always be that for each one of us, and that you are the one that we need above everything else, because nothing else will satisfy Thank you for who you are and for your offer of salvation that we can be in heaven one day with you. And I just pray that you keep building our relationship with you. Pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching and joining us. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you next week. Yes. See you next time. See ya. I was here doing stuff I was doing, and then randomly the internet didn't work. No internet? What am I going to do?